You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 270. So how do high achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello. How are you doing today? I was looking at the number of the podcast episode we're on and we're at 270. That is just amazing to me. So today I want to talk to you about believing in your potential. And honestly, if I would have known, I don't know, five years ago when I started this podcast that we were going to be here at episode 270, I don't know what I would have said to you. I might have said it's not possible. But what I did have in that moment when I started it was the belief in my potential for something more, for something different. And so today I want to talk to you about believing in your potential because so many of us believe that there's something out there, something more that we're made for, but we're not consciously believing in our potential. And I'm going to share with you a little bit about what that is about. So let's just start this with really simple examples. So have you ever thought about changing your appearance? Have you ever thought about maybe wearing red lipstick, but then you hear a voice that tells you that's too much and then you take it off? Or you think, you know, I want to wear a flashier suit than I'm used to. And then you hear a voice that asks, "Mm, are you sure you want to do that? What are people going to think? Or you consider changing your hairstyle or your hair color, but a voice says, you know what? That's probably not a great idea. Any of these sound familiar to you? If our brains fight these seemingly small changes, imagine how hard it fights when you want to do something like work four days a week instead of six, or fire an employee who you know is hurting your practice, raise your rates, change jobs, take on a new practice area. This is what we are up against when we start making any sort of change in our lives. We hit an upper limit of what our brain truly believes is possible for us. We could be super excited about the possibility, the potential that we see, but our subconscious, that little voice says otherwise. It says, hey, let's think twice. We don't want to be too big for our britches. We don't want to rock the boat. So we default to our old habits and our old ways of being. Not because we haven't learned the the ability, like not because we don't have the ability to do it, but because we haven't learned the skills to counteract that voice long enough for us to make the change. Notice how I said we haven't learned to counteract that voice long enough for us to change. Because you don't have to have full 100% belief in your potential right now. Just like when I started this podcast, I wasn't thinking about the potential for it to move into five years into the future or help me create a business that I love. Like I didn't even have the ability to think that far ahead, but I had enough belief in my potential for something different 
that I could take action. You just need to believe in your potential long enough to take action on what you want. This is where consciously believing in your potential comes in. Believing in your potential seems like it would be really easy to do. I mean, most of our parents told us that we could be anything that we wanted to be. Now, that limitless potential got smaller and smaller as we grew up. We realized we weren't going to be the next Kobe Bryant or LeBron James if we're not taller than 5'2". We realized that to be president, we'd have to do a lot of things and be friends with a lot of people we didn't want to be friends with. But somewhere along the way, we also limited our potential within the world we decided to live in. We start to look around us and see what other people think is acceptable. We second guess ourselves and wonder if other people have it all figured out. And we're just weird because we have this desire to do something more. We misinterpret self-help books telling us to have more gratitude and think we should just be grateful. And we should just ignore that nudge from the back of our brain or from the universe that we are meant for more. I want you to consider that you have potential and you can achieve it no matter what that little subconscious voice tells you. I want to bring that subconscious voice to the front of your consciousness so you hear it and you know that just because it tells you things like, are you sure you want to do this? That that is not a voice you have to listen to. It is just a sentence in your brain. I have a couple clients right now who are dealing with a similar problem. Their belief in being able to create boundaries and hire good people. That is the upper limit, their potential upper limit. One of them recently hired a woman she knew in her heart she shouldn't hire because this woman was her friend. My client had hired her in the past and hoped that she had changed after she got more employment experience elsewhere, but the woman hadn't changed. There was nothing wrong with this decision. What happened was, is that the client saw potential in this woman, right? She saw the potential there. She wanted so much, so badly for her to live into this potential, but this woman doesn't see that potential for herself. And it's important that when we are looking at potential, that we are just looking at our potential. So often, and I have been guilty of this in the past, I look at people, I've dated people, and I thought, oh, they have so much potential. <laughs> they could be so wonderful if they just did X, Y, Z. I could help them. But of course, we can't help other people like that. They can only help themselves, just like we can only help ourselves and live into our potential. So with this particular client, there's a part of her brain telling her that she should have known better and that that knowing better meant that she's not good at running her practice. That couldn't be further from the truth, but that's what that little voice is saying. She's a fabulous attorney getting amazing results for her clients, but in the moment, it's so easy to believe that little voice, that little upper limit voice saying, you know what, you just don't know what you're doing and you can't be trusted to make decisions versus recognizing, oh, I was just believing in her potential versus the potential of my business, right? It's, we all make mistakes. That's not the problem, right? It's when we use those mistakes against ourselves that we begin to limit our own potential. 
How is this possible? Well, what we believe will always find a way of manifesting itself in it in our day-to-day life. If we believe that it's impossible to hire good employees, for instance, our brain becomes blind to finding people who will be the employees we need. There's a concept called inattention blindness, and it explains this. So there were researchers at Berkeley. They ran an experiment telling students to focus on a cross on a screen and asked them which arm of the cross was longer. And during this experiment, they were also showing other images on the screen. When the students were asked about the other images on the screen that were alongside the cross, they couldn't remember any of them. And that's because they were completely focused on the cross. They had zero focus on anything else. So if we're focused on one thing, we're going to just see that one thing. We're not going to see any of the other potentialities, the other things that are out there. If we're focused on how impossible it is to find good employees, we're not going to be able to see how we can find good employees. And that's where coaching comes in, right? We start working in those areas and start helping them see the potentialities and live into them. But if we're focused on all the thoughts telling us that we're not good at running our business, well, we're only going to see evidence that we're not good at running our business. Of course, when we see only the negative and all we feel is disappointed and demoralized and just like ashamed of ourselves, you know, at some point, right? Like if we keep thinking these things and thinking we can't change, we're going to have a difficult time believing in our potential or the potential that anything could be different in our lives. I want to tell you about my client, Nancy, and I've talked about her on the podcast here before and done an interview with her before. She is a partner in a small firm with about four or five other partners, I think it is. They have uh, separate practices, each of them, and some of them have overlapping practice areas. She practices mostly estate planning and elder law. They share revenues within the firm and they share assistance. So everybody knows everyone else's business. And as Nancy and I worked together, she saw the potential to work fewer hours and maintain and even increase her revenue. When she started to make changes, though, people started noticing. And, you know, it was hard not to. She stopped working Saturdays. Right then she stopped working on Fridays. Her partner started saying things like, oh, you're taking Fridays off again? Note the sarcastic tone. Initially, Nancy took comments like these to heart. Okay, she doubted herself. She doubted her decisions. But because she kept getting coached, she could hold the belief in her potential. She understood that the voice of self-doubt didn't mean she couldn't do it. It just meant that it was a voice in her head that she was now listening to, right? And she could tell whether or not she was listening to it or not. So just hearing in the voice, like just noticing that the voice was there helped her to keep going even when she was doing things against the norm. It's so important to just keep noticing that voice and knowing that you don't have to listen to it. And her partners kept noticing too. Like her revenue kept increasing. She was happier, lighter. And part of that was because she was focusing more and more on her potential versus all of the things she thought was wrong with her, right? Because when we focus on that, that's all we see. And that's all we can create in our life is more of the same. But when we focus on the potential 
that is when things begin to expand for us. She believed more and more in what was possible for her and for her practice, and she began shifting her practice accordingly. Another part is because she was believing in her potential, she was then creating more evidence of her potential. And of course, when we are creating evidence that we can change things, then we believe more that we can change things, right? That helped her believe in her potential even more. So imagine if you're a kid and you are learning something new for the first time. Let's say you're riding a bike, right? And you start riding the bike and you're horrible at it. You just keep falling. But then you get on the bike and you start riding it a little bit longer. And then you fall, but then you get back on and you ride it a little bit longer and then a little bit longer before you fall. And then pretty soon you're able to just cruise and you get to take your training wheels off and you just keep going. What's happened is, is that the brain is now seeing like, oh yeah, I can do this. I'm seeing improvement and it's focusing on the improvement. Like, yes, I can do this. Yes, I can do this. Look at the evidence, look at the evidence. And then of course you just keep learning and then you can ride the bike. That's kind of what happened here. Her practice kept growing with her best clients. The sky didn't fall when she took time off. She saw that new clients kept saying yes, even when she raised her rates. So a few months ago, her partner's comments started shifting. And I noticed this in the the calls that we were having. She was saying things to me. And they started asking and passing, like, how are you able to take Fridays off? How can you get so much done in four days? And she would just reply to them, you know, I, I manage my time. But they became curious and curiosity opens us up to what's possible. And last week, Nancy told me that one of her partners sat down in her office and asked her to show him how to manage his calendar. So that curiosity that he had showed him potential and it opened him up to asking for the help to get the help that he needed. And you might have a taste for your own potential right now. Maybe you listen to this podcast and you feel inspired or you have a really good day at work and you think, you know, things can be different. But then your brain keeps coming back with that little voice telling you, you know, that was a one-off. You know, it's just too hard to change. You know, you've been doing this a long time. You should really just do this and keep doing this. Just be happy. You know, you really should just work harder. You really should just put in more time to work harder because you know what, if you just do that, then, then you're going to see the results. But it's so interesting, right? Because that's the voice of limited potential the voice that's trying to keep you safe. And I want to offer to you that our brain is designed to preserve the status quo in our lives. It's designed to keep us where we are. So it guarantees our survival. It's a pretty brilliant survival method. It's worked, but it is paying attention to that voice. The one that tells you to maintain the status quo to just keep doing what you're doing or do more of what you're currently doing. Is that helpful? Is that helping you believe in your potential? Is it giving you the results that you want in your life? Are you living into a bigger life, one where you feel more fulfilled, where you feel lighter, where you're doing more of what you want in your life? Or does your life feel smaller? Does your potential feel smaller? One of the things I do at the end of a strategy session when I talk to lawyers is I prepare people for what the brain does after our call. So if they've decided to work with me and I tell them, you know, your brain's going to have 
something to say afterwards. It doesn't matter how excited you are to work with me or like how excited you are to keep moving forward. I know the brain. Okay. I have one too. (laughs) I know what it does and it's going to say things. It'll say things like, are you sure now is the right time? Is this really a good idea? Maybe I should do it later. Is it bad if I put it on a credit card? Because my parents always told me that was bad. Maybe I should ask someone else if this is a good idea. They'll know for sure. Or I should probably be spending this money on the kids. It's selfish to spend money on myself. I have thought pretty much every variation on these, except the one about spending money on the kids, because I don't have kids. (laughs) All of that is normal, right? So it is also optional to listen to that voice, to let that voice run the show. You get to decide what's best for you to help you live into your potential. That little voice isn't the truth. It's not there giving you like expert advice. That little voice is your brain trying to help you survive. And that means being accepted by the people around you, right? The status quo, we don't want to rock the boat. It means avoiding discomfort, doing anything that feels like a little outside of your comfort zone. And it means seeking the pleasure of comfortable experiences, which means doing the same thing that you've always done or doing more of the same thing that you've always done. If Nancy had listened to that voice, she would not have started working four days a week instead of six. If I had listened to that voice, I would not have become a coach and left my legal career. What do you think would be different in your life if you stopped listening to that voice? Really, really sit and be with this question for a second. What would be different in your life, your law practice, your relationships, if you stopped believing the voice telling you to stay the same? Would you wear that red lipstick and dye your hair platinum? Would you decide to spend money on yourself to get your nails done or to hire a coach? Would you decide to raise your rates or take a vacation? What would be different? Only you know for sure. One of the things that really helped me hold the belief in my potential was having a coach. That's why I am a coach, because I saw how powerful coaching was. It changed my life. I know the power of coaching. It has helped me build a six-figure coaching business from nothing. Zero experience running a business. I was a deputy district attorney for 16 years. I, somebody could have come to me and said, you have no business believing you could do something like that. And I would need to decide if I wanted to listen to that voice. I actually had somebody say, are you sure you want to do that? Are you sure you want to, you know, go after this business? And I had to just believe in my potential, believe that it was possible. And so I did. And I kept taking little action by little action. I just needed to believe long enough for me to get into action. Now, I know how to help you clarify your vision, help you believe in your ability to do what you want to do, and to support you in its execution, even when you doubt yourself and you will doubt yourself. And if you want the support, book a strategy session with me. You can do anything you desire in your heart. I 100% know this to be true. It is my lived experience and I would love it for you to have that experience too. You can book a strategy session with me at dinacataldo.com 
forward slash strategy session. Okay, my friend, I hope you have a wonderful week. If you are living in an area where it is hot, I hope you are taking care of yourself. I know I am living in an area where it is extremely hot and it's just so important right now that we take good care of ourselves. It always is, but right now, especially with this weather. All right, my friend, I will talk to you next week. Bye.